Chris Pine, an actor from California, once said, The only thing you sometimes have control over is perspective. You don't have control over your situation, but you have control about how you view it. The definition of perspective is a point of view. Everyone has their own point of view or perspective, and no two people share one. Think about where you are right now and why you're in that spot. Everyone else has just as real a reason to be where they are right now. A whole life's worth of decisions that put them in this position. Nobody else can be in the same exact spot at the same time, and nobody has the exact same thoughts, opinions, and worries as each other right now. Everyone has their own perspective, and you will probably never completely know how they see things. This is what makes them themselves. My name is Stephanie, and I believe that our unique perspectives make us who we are. Look at someone near you. You don't have to know them at all. Put yourself in their spot and think about how they see something near you. Most likely, it's different from how you see it. They may have a side view of the object, while you might see it from the front. This is what their perspective on the object looks like, and it's not the same as yours. If everybody had the same perspective, they'd all be inside each other, unable to separate. They would have to do everything the same at the same time. It would be very boring if the world were like that. Another type of perspective is how we see people and how they think and feel. Sometimes we forget to think of how other people are feeling or what their perspective on what we're saying or doing is. This is how misunderstandings and embarrassment happen, and people say things that came out wrong or were interpreted wrong by the person listening to them speak. When I was in first grade, I invited my friend over to my house after school. I had a ton of Barbies at my house. All I wanted to not do was play with them, even though my friend begged me the entire playdate to let her. I literally did everything I could think of to make my friends stay away from the Barbies because I was obsessed with keeping my dolls and furniture in the houses they came with. Knowing that my friend would want to rearrange my furniture, I had to keep her away from my houses. Eventually, though, I ran out of things to distract her from the Barbies, so I relented and let her have her way. I was so mad that I started to silently cry when she got her way. I was a very selfish kid. My mom knew that I was mad, so she called me into the kitchen while my friend continued playing with my dolls. She told me to let my friend have her way because she was the guest. I hated this and had a full-on tantrum. My mom made me go back into the playroom where my friend and the Barbies were. I kept saying stuff like, I don't want the Barbies! I don't like them! out of anger, even though I didn't mean it. When I said those things, both my friend and my mom were like, let your friend have them, and let me have them then. Can the houses fold up so I can take them in my car? In the end, I kept all my Barbies in Barbie houses, but I was really angry. And looking back on the incident, I'm embarrassed, even if the friend might not remember that day. After she left, my mom growled, you are never having anyone over to our house again. Of course, I did have people over to my house again, but not very often. Either way, though, that incident never repeated itself. I did have to be told by a different friend, though, that the guest gets to choose what you do once after that. I was in a bad habit of not thinking about my friend and her feelings or what she wanted to do, and I don't honestly think I cared. I hadn't realized that she was as real of a person as I was, that she also had thoughts and feelings. I had forgotten that she also had a perspective that was just as important as mine, but that was the type of person I was. 
and forgetting that everyone has an equally important perspective, I was a selfish person. This is a common problem that people have. Their perspectives on the world are that they are the only person and everyone else is an object that was created for them. Anybody like this tends to be a self-centered person. People also process things differently, even from the same position. This is what happens in an optical illusion. One person sees one object in a picture while someone else sees something totally different. Our different perspectives don't have much to do with our eyes. It is predominantly our brain that interprets what we see around us. When you see a tree, it looks the way it does because your brain interprets it like that based on the information your eyes send to it. However, the wavelengths of colors and objects will stay the same for everyone, no matter what their brain sees, so patterns are always the same. Because of this, we see different things in the same objects, but the colors and designs are the same, right? Well, that's only partially right. The designs are the same. However, while the wavelengths of colors are the same, you see them as a different color than other people do. So what I see as red, you might see as blue. I might see apples as a different color than you do. This is why something that I see as pretty, like a flower, you might be indifferent to. It might not stand out to you or be worth recognition because you see different colors on the flower than I do. And there's scientific evidence to back that up. Scientists believe that our brains react differently to different wavelengths of light. They believe that factors like your mood, memories, and feelings when you first saw the color can determine what colors you see. You can't describe colors to people. You can say something is bright or dull, but you only know what colors are classified as this because of what you were taught. You just had to learn that orange is a warm color, but without knowing that, you might have called it a cool color. You'll never know though, because you only classify colors as what you were taught to classify them as when you were little. There was an experiment done on monkeys that showed that it is our brains that perceive color, not our eyes. Since everyone's brains are different, and all their thoughts are different, their color perception could also be different. Male squirrel monkeys only have two color receptor cells, or cones, in their eyes, while we have three. When scientists did a surgery to give these monkeys the third type of receptor, they had no problem adapting to having the new color. This suggests that their brains created the colors for them, whatever color it might be, which means that when we're first born, our brains also create our colors for us. If our brains create our colors for us, they could create different colors for each person. This is the reason that scientists believe that we might all see what we call the color red, or any color, differently. If we all see the same colors differently, then we all see the world differently, which also affects our perspective. Colors affect what we do and don't like. Usually, if you like something, such as a painting, it's because of the colors used in the painting. This is a part of why we all like different things, and our tastes play a big role in deciding who we are. Because of everything presented in this podcast, I believe that our unique perspectives make us who we are. This podcast is created for and dedicated to the education and entertainment of its listeners. Closing music is inspiring, happy, upbeat background music by Audio Lounge Music. Background music is cinematic indie by Morning Light Music, Epic by Ultra, and cinematic and emotional background music for documentary videos and film by Morning Light Music. All transitions are from anchor.fm. Information is from wonderopolis.org, livescience.com, and ABC News. The opening quote was from Brainy Quote.
Thank you for listening to this podcast.